0: Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Just the West podcast. I'm your host, Just the West, and happy Monday Night Football. Week one is pretty much wrapping up. Uh, watching the Titans Broncos game uh, with a couple of homies to the pod. We have KMO. KMO, you there?
1: I'm here. Happy uh, week one, Just the West.
0: Yes, sir. And we got T Yup on the line. T Yup, you there? Yup, Yo, what up? What it do? What it do, baby? I can't believe it's. It finally happened, man. We were talking about this for weeks on end. There was no preseason. There was a, a virus, you know, COVID-19, but we made it. We, we made it to football, okay? So week one is upon us. It's finishing up with this Titans-Broncos game on Monday Night Football. Uh, but in the NFC West, very intriguing week one, uh, for, for better or for worse, because you have the Seahawks, 30 to 25. They let Russ cook. So they're 1-0 against the Falcons. Uh, the Cardinals, woof, afternoon game at Santa Clara, San Francisco 49ers. Uh, it was an ugly one, uh, but the Cardinals did it. They upset the Niners 24-20. to So the Cardinals were 1-0. And uh, last but not least, Sunday night football. The Rams in controversial fashion, uh, could have been a non-PI call, but they called it. Uh, and so, yeah, they come up with the win. We talk about that more in particular, but they come out 20-17 to 17 over the Cowboys at their new stadium at SoFi. And so that means the Rams are 1-0. So you know what that means, guys. You have the Seahawks, the Cardinals, and the Rams 1-0, mm-hmm. which means the San Francisco 49ers are last place at 0-1. <laughs> 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 guys, what's you, what you make of this week one anyways? I mean, you know, fantasy football aside... Strictly NFC West, I mean, what do do you make of these games, man? Yeah. I I mean, it
2: definitely showed that there's teams that practiced and there's teams that attempted to practice, and (laughs) it looks like they didn't play a single snap in practice. So looks like, you know, certain teams, they they definitely got it together. Some teams were in rhythm. The other teams didn't look like they had a preseason game, which – the obvious is, right, no one had really a preseason game, but it showed. Um, kind of NMC West, I expected all across the board, uh, the type of gameplay, but, I mean, just a team fell short.
0: That's right. What about you, mom? What's your take on this? It's only one week, but it's good yeah. to see people. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think coming in, you know, we didn't really know what to expect with, you know, all these revised off seasons, no preseason game stuff, tons of in- injuries across the board, especially in NFC West, for sure. Um, I think we saw a whole sort of, uh, um, you know, menu of different types of games that we, uh, over the weekend, especially in NFC West. So, you know, Seahawks, pretty high scoring. Niners Cardinals kind of ugly, like you said, and no then the Rams, game, yeah. kind of a controversial win as, as such, but Again, yeah, it's good just to have football back and, you know, have have stuff to talk about for sure.
0: Hell yeah. Let's get to it, guys, okay? Because I know, you know, Cabo, you're the biggest Seahawks fan. I know, you know, Tom, you're the biggest Cardinals fan. So let's go ahead and talk about some football, all right? All right, you should see these guys' faces when I say that. <laughs> Morning time. Seahawks 38, Falcons 25. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing that I took away from this is, uh, I was like, holy shits. They finally let Russ fucking cook. Jesus yeah. Christ. You know, I was expecting your, your whole home first half, you know, give Car- Chris Carson like 15 carries, you know, really just methodically move the chains and then get to it in the second half. But it was the complete opposite. It was something that fantasy football people were go- so happy to have. Uh, Chris Carson, he had two receiving touchdowns. Russell Wilson, he was like 31 for 35. Three touchdowns, 350. Near perfect. Tyler Lockett, um, DK Metcalf. Everyone ate. Everyone enjoyed themselves. And Jamal Adams had his debut. Quandary Diggs had a pick. Uh, The game looks a little closer on paper, 38 to 25. But, I mean, overall, it was uh, pretty much a, a done deal early on. So it came I know you being in Seattle, he like, you, you know, this game, what are your thoughts on this?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, this game was on the road, which I've heard from Seahawks fans has always been uh, a little tricky <laughs> for them. You know, 10 AM start first game of the season, et cetera. But um, they clearly didn't look like it. I think, uh, you know, did you see those, uh, those Russ commercials in off season, uh, Mr. Unlimited,
0: Mr. He, uh, Unlimited.
1: Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> he definitely lived up to it for sure. This game, um, he the Seahawks and yeah like you said the game was what difference of 13 points but it wasn't close throughout especially in the second half uh it was
0: one of those things too I mean uh, I met Ryan in fantasy football so I was very happy but they were so far ahead Matt Ryan shoot he he threw the ball 54 times for 450 yeah. yards right he had to
1: right yeah. like like you said Seahawks were getting everyone involved um you know Carson and Metcalf and Lockett like every using how many you know, Olsen caught a touchdown, you know, Disley had a couple of catches. So like they are definitely spreading it out, spreading the wealth for sure. Um, I honestly, you know, having, you know, last year we talked a lot about times how the Seahawks had squeaked out. these very close wins by less than a score today. They, they looked like they were like definitely ready to roll. So, or, or over the weekend for sure.
0: And um, should... I've He was 31 for 35. He had four touchdowns. Shoot. He had two to Carson, one to uh, Madcap, which was a beautiful one over over the shoulder. That was a great throw. Yeah. Um, And then you had had the touchdown to to Olsen. So we're talking all about about the offense, but, you know, they blew out the Falcons because of their defense early.
1: Yeah.
0: How how did Jamal Adams look in his debut?
1: Dude, he, I mean... When his payday comes after next season, it's if he keeps playing like this, it's going to be setting records because he definitely looked the part to be to, to in terms of the piece they were missing. Um, he was all over the field. Uh, I know he had a sack. He had led the t- led the team in, in tackles over the, over the game, but it was just his presence. They used in all sorts of different packages uh, down the box in coverage. He was all over the field and he had some really nasty hits too. So just really that kind of impactful enforcer type, uh, type vibe out there for sure.
0: It's scary when you think about it because, you know, all along from last season, they had a lot of close wins. Um, you know, a lot of things were kind of straggling along, but this is, I know it's only week one, but it's probably the strongest I've seen uh, the Seahawks in, in quite some time. They looked like they really had their shit together.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And even, even Metcalf, I think he had maybe for sure one, maybe two drops, but one literally, literally hit him in the numbers and he just dropped it. So tack on, you know, he would have caught that another 20 something yards, you know, for Russ in the completion and such, but no, yeah, they were, I mean, again, this Falcons team, I feel like, you know, they threw it, what, 50 plus times. Um, You know, I don't, I don't know where they're going to end up in in the NFC, but um, yeah, they definitely were outplayed on Sunday.
0: I didn't mind. I I started Calvin Ridley. He had two touchdowns. Yeah, so you guys, sure. I, I can appreciate garbage time, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean Atlanta's offense. They were they were banging actually. Yeah. You know they had over almost uh, over four hundred yards of uh, offense. Yeah, dude. Um, Matt Ryan, like you said, he he passed over fifty times, but it's just the defense they came through. Um, even though third down efficiency was better on Atlanta side, but it, I don't know. Russell Wilson. C- can we say that Russell Wilson had? I kind of a good welcoming into the season that they could actually do some do some damage.
0: I think it's a big saving to the rest of the NFC, saying that hey, um, even even to their Seahawks fans, saying we heard what you guys have been talking about this offseason. Yeah, we can if we want to. We can go tick for tack with the Falcons. We can go maybe tick for tack with the Chiefs, but uh, we have the firepower.
1: What, what did you guys think of? Uh former LA Ram Todd Gurley's debut
0: in the uh, black and red. That's right. And he's from the university of Georgia, by the way, too. Yeah. So okay. it was good to see him. He, I believe he had a touchdown. Um, they had him involved in the passing game. Um, things got a little bit quiet as the game kind of got out of hand, but you know, it was good to see him. I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad to see him happy. Mm-hmm. Do you
2: think he's better off in, in Atlanta or does LA miss him? <laughs>
0: Well, uh, I think we'll find find out in due time. The Rams want to know for now, but you know, granted, it's a
2: small sample size. And La kind of just booted him to the curb. It was a, I guess it was kind of a bad bad divorce at the end of the season. Right. Atlanta, you know, obviously he's going to be the feature, featured back in that in that offense. Um, is, it, is, is Atlanta? Is, is it his final destination? Is that where it's? I
0: don't know. You know, all things aside, I know he's outside the division now, but, you know, I, I wish I wish him well. Um, you know, I know that the Rams are still paying him with all that dead money, but, you know, at, at one point he he was the top guy in all all the NFL. Mm-hmm. So to have him fall from grace, at least he goes back a little homecoming with the Falcons. And they're certainly not, not going to always lose the games like this. They're going to be relevant. Right. You're going to see him on the national spotlights. I wish him the best. I'll just leave it at that. Hey Camo, you said you watched the game, right?
2: Yeah. DK Metcalf is he still rocking the pacifier? He is. Yeah. Oh. He's
1: got the he's got the the binky in full. full the 30. little binky.
2: <laughs> full full bink <laughs> going on. I mean, when you're like, hey, but
1: ninety when you're, when you're like six five, like two thirty or whatever, you can you can do whatever. So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Four reception, ninety five yards, and a touchdown. I guess. I mean, I have my fancy. It's working. Happy he, he he had it so. And DK being the outright one now in Seattle, safe to say? I mean, he's – I think they obviously use him
1: in special situations. I think right now, if you're named one, it's probably going to be Lockett. Um, But DK is definitely the deep threat, Um, the red zone guy for sure. Um, His issues, I think, is still, you know, those drops that sometimes come. But, um, yeah, no, I think this year is going to be a really big year for him.
0: Big year for, for DK, big year for the Seahawks, presumably. Mm-hmm. Um, is it going to be a big year for the Niners? Because, shoot, 130. Uh, Niners were favored by seven, over mm-hmm. under 48. I had them winning 27 to 17 in convincing fashion. But, mm, wah, wah. Are we Yep, we're ready.
2: 24 are, are, 20 Cardinals. Ripping off the band-aid now. Go this, ahead. Tom, this is I'll the go. game.
0: This <laughs> is the game where Kyler Murray ran for near hundred yards. He drew two penalties for an additional thirty. DeAndre Hopkins, and this is something I did on my pregame thoughts on the Just the West Post. I thought it would take a little bit of time to develop the chemistry between DeAndre and um, and Kyler, but he was targeted sixteen times. He had a career high fourteen catches for like a buck fifty crazy um this is this was a game where they blocked a punt early on they stopped the niners on fourth and goal at at the one and then you know um they ran away with it with a kyler murray run pretty much for the win pretty much for the win and uh you know for the niners who are coming off a super bowl loss with a lot of lofty expectations this year uh fans are pissed to say the least because jimmy g he was like 21 for 35 200 yards, two touchdowns, but the stats don't do it justice because the Niners' offense altogether, I know their receivers were hurt. No Debo, no Brandon Ayuk. um, But this offense was all sorts of fuckery. Mm -hmm. Tee up, you have the
2: floor. (laughs) Okay, so my question is, is the offense the issue or the
0: defense the issue? And to your point, uh, there's a couple things to decipher out of that. Mm -hmm. I I think... As a whole, are we going to look at the
2: holistic? or Are we going to dissect by team? Because, I mean, the offense looked pretty, pretty snazzy in that in that uh, in that first touchdown, and then after George Kittle, you know, Jimmy did hang him out to dry on that pass, and God forbid, you know, it was hopefully at most hyperextension. Did they ever follow up on what was the
0: injury? Kittle did an uh, interview today saying he's fa- feels fantastic. Mm-hmm. He texted Michael Silver saying. I'll be ready for New York. Let's go. Okay. But I don't know. I'm sure they're going to do an MRI. I'm sure the medical staff is going to take a look. But he wants to play. But all players want to play. So I, I don't know, to, to your point about that. That's um, an expensive knee, if you think yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, they just paid him, by the way. And just to put that even further, I mean, we we'll go back to that defense. So they were on the field for nearly um, – there was a stat I saw from The Athletic the other day where the last two years for the defense, for game, game over game – this was the longest time they've been on the field. This defense that includes wow. against the Super Bowl Chiefs. This is the longest time this defense was on the field. Um, Nick Bosa said they were fucking gassed. Um, I mean, they've always, I mean, they've always had a hard time defending these mobile quarterbacks, whether it be Kyler or Russell. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, a yeah. Th- Go ahead. I was gonna
1: a couple of things. A couple of things related to that. I mean, like you said, having a hard time with the Cardinals going back last season, both games last. Last year you were close like you know so i knew coming in this game this game was not going to be a cakewalk even though they're favored by 7 i think one thing that i feel like people didn't really really truly knew knew how to take into into account was the air quality for sure you know this game was on borderline almost canceled because of how bad the air quality was and i think this you could definitely see the fatigue setting in especially considering how long the defense was on the field third down situations and such so is that the reason why they lost no but i I do think that's factored into it for sure
0: okay so see your T up. i don't know the defense was on the field for a very long time and um you know i as frustrating as it might be i'm going to put it more so on, on the offense the o um just very i didn't see the the sense of urgency from these receivers no. um i don't know uh jimmy garoppolo he didn't you yeah, do? we gotta we gotta address
2: the elephant in the room here. Yeah. We we know what happened on the offense. Right. And his name starts with Jimmy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like I told you today, what we saw yesterday was just more so a lot of the flaws that we've already seen in the past. That is just resurfacing. I guess we kind of brush it under the rug because our their running game was just so effective where he could have two poor passes, but then they'll break off a 40-yard run, and then those two passes are forgotten. Yeah. And then it's on to the next series. Jimmy was last year, and if this year, if the offense is going to rely heavily on Jimmy, he's going to have to improve on just a lot of the same things that was happening last year, which was, you know, throwing off his back foot, scampering laterally instead of stepping up into the pocket hanging on to the ball too long. I mean, these are all just basic, like, fundamental, you know, what we would expect from a quarterback that we're calling our franchise quarterback, I guess. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. And. Well, I mean, you know, I'm going to just put it out there. You know, there was no Debo. There's no Ayuk. Kittle, he, he played the game, don't get me wrong, but the second half he got no targets, I'm pretty sure it's because he was more so as a decoy than anything. Um, I was really surprised they didn't do a lot more two tight end sets, knowing that they had a lack thereof receivers on the depth charts, uh, but they didn't. Um, you know, there, there were some plays that, that could have been made, but at the end of the day, it just sucks because the way the season ended last year with Jamie G's missed throw to put it onto this year, that's why Mm-hmm. All the nine are faithful they're they're going fucking bonkers right now, yeah,' all right, you know
1: <laughs> I mean like we were all in the on the zoom call during the draft when we were all, all thought for sure they're going to draft the receiver Javon kinlaw who we all are questioned a little bit, but you know relying on Shanahan and Lynch to kind of steer us in that direction, but thinking back to this game and going back to the defense like. I don't, I mean, yeah, guaranteed guarantee he's a rookie his first game, but he started him and um, Solomon Thomas. I don't remember their names being called a single time during the game. So, and even then the rest of the defense, you know, you know, Nick Bosa, you know, having such, such a good year last year, again, you know, I'm sure they were all gas and such, but you know, it was, yeah, I think that those, especially Thomas, someone who has been on the block here for a couple of years, like, Come on. It's like time to step up.
0: I think the only defender that played really well was Nick Bosa. Um, Fuck er everyone else on the D line got shitted on our, I didn't, I didn't hear hear about them.
1: Oh yeah. Did even Eric Armstead do anything? I didn't, I don't remember his name being called either.
0: No, Eric Armstead was healthy. D Ford was healthy. You just didn't hear anything about them. I didn't
2: feel like you said, I didn't feel the same sense of urgency, like the, the animals and the beasts that they were last year getting after the quarterback. I didn't feel that on Sunday yeah. and I just felt like there was pressure but there wasn't enough to close the gap to give yeah. Kyler the you know you know the, to, to break up the play pretty much
1: I, I think just, this is honestly the biggest thing you'll see during during this whole season with especially in, in in stadiums where there are no fans in attendance is the impact that the crowd has for in supporting the defense you know Making those big stops on third down and so on and so forth, like you don't, you can't, you can't mimic that with fake crowd noise. So, I think that also played into it to to a degree as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the the biggest thing that that fucks with a lot of Niner fans is like all this happened and they still almost had a chance to win. They should have won, but yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, you're talking about a, a block punt, mm-hmm. you know, um, a fourth and goal where they where they should have had it, they didn't. Uh, they were up 10-0 and yeah the the opportunity passed them and next thing you know kyler murray is running for 100 yards at home mm-hmm. at home and i don't think i think the last time the cardinals have done this against the niners was 2015 it's been 5 years since this wow. this has happened in the season opener
2: wow yeah it just it drives me crazy when niners they play that deep zone and it's starting long <laughs> Mobile core, yeah, quarterback. It's almost guaranteed that they're going to get a first down. Yeah, it's, it's like wide. you already know what's going to happen. Pocket's <laughs> going to collapse around the, the the quarterback, and he's just going to run it up the middle. And the yeah. linebackers mysteriously are like twenty five yards up the field. Like,
0: and it, and it's crazy are, because like Quan Alexander, um, Fred Warner, these are rangy, speedy linebackers. Like you, you draft them for this sort of situation. They're athletic, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Let's
2: go. Yeah, I I just hope this is an overreaction. One, I really hope this is kind of like the metaphor like, you know, your your friend said, Hey, I think I saw your girl having dinner with this guy. I was sitting far away, but I can't see if it was her or not. But you give her the benefit of the doubt because she has that alibi that says, Oh no, she was here with me. So you really hope that she wasn't cheating on you. This is, I'm getting that little fishy feeling right now. I mean, keep mine. It's week one,
1: I, you know, the silver lining is the is Niners. Yes, they'll be going new to, over to New York East Coast for a couple of games, but they're going to be playing Daniel Jones in the Giants, Sam Darnold in the Jets. So if anything, you know, hopefully get a couple wins on the belt before they come back west.
0: Yeah. So some confidence boosters. Sure. And let's not all put it on like the Niners shit the bed and fuck themselves over. Uh, I give a lot of credit to the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the, this is a Cardinals team that had four wins last year, but they were a rising team that, you know, really competed last year at the end of the, the season. They beat the Seahawks at Seattle. They almost beat the Niners. Um, I mean, really ascending. And for them to trade for DeAndre Hopkins, I mean, shoot, if you want to talk about off season moves, I mean, why didn't the Niners get DeAndre Hopkins, but any, anywho, uh, very scary. That yeah. Murray to Hopkins connection so sudden, Week One they're already yeah. on point with each other. That is scary for the NFC West. Yeah, would you rather
2: sink with the ship? That's sink with the ship. Sink <laughs> with the ship. <laughs> Shitty shit. With a top tier quarterback like DeAndre Hopkins or OBJ or someone along those lines, or settle for you know mid tier, tier two
0: type wide receivers. That's a that's a very interesting question because if you're a general manager, you know, are you willing to give DeAndre Hawkins two years 54 where you pay you're paying him of upwards of 25 mil a season now? Um is is that the proper way to to build around your franchise? Um where you're OBJs of the world as well. Uh not only do you get star receivers but you also get their star personalities. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, a lot of franchises whether to be Pete Carroll with the Seahawks or Kyle Shanahan with with the Niners have Gone the other way in regards to getting a a, a big time receiver, big time personality, but um, it comes with the territory. I, I don't know. What, what about you, Kmo?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think this league is built on stars for sure, and guys make big plays. So, you know, if you have the opportunity to make a big splash when you can, in this day and age, you kind of got to do it. So, and so far for, for Hopkins, he made a big splash in week one. So we'll see if he can sustain that.
0: But um, same, with, same with Jamal Adams. So And for the record, too, the Niners had the ability, like yeah. you mentioned earlier, to get their Julio Jones or their their guy early on with the 14th pick. They could have had Jerry Judy. They could have had C.D. Lamb. Um, they could have had their first pick at any of those receivers. And they chose not to. Mm-hmm. So. We'll find out this season whether – they still got a guy, Nayuk, who, you yep. know, uh, he could he could still be a very good rookie. He didn't play this game, but we'll see, you know.
1: Yeah. I mean, Debo coming back in what – I think he's eligible after week three. So, yep. mm-hmm. so hopefully look forward to that even though he's been out. He'll have, you know, been out for a while and such. But keep in mind, Tom, it's week one. It's okay. All right. right. <laughs> right. The Niners, right. did, you know, remember, remember, Niners did have that loss at home against Atlanta deep late into the season last year, and it was fine. Still, still wrapped up the number one seed and, and made it to, the, to the Super Bowl. So,
0: Tia, are, are you panicking or are you are you calm right now? Well, I don't know if you are calm,
2: but uh, let's just say my spidey senses are going off. You know, <laughs> um, you know, the hair in the back of my neck is starting to stand up after that game. But like you said, it's only week
0: one. Yeah, so I will take it. <laughs> game out a time okay that was good guys and uh, <laughs> you composed yourself very well to you up i'll give you a lot of credit because you, you weren't that way when we watched the game it was all sorts no,
2: of no you know the five <laughs> stages of grieving you
0: know <laughs> yeah they, now, right?
2: they, they, yeah I, i'm you know i'm progressing slowly but i think i'll, I'll survive all right. you know I, I saw teams like uh
0: dallas for example yeah
2: could be worse but
0: yeah you know Let's talk about the Dallas Rams game too, because this was a game Sunday night football where, you know, I was really more so intrigued to see the new stadium. SoFi stadium in Inglewood, beautiful stadium. Jesus Christ. That is very fitting that they play the Cowboys because the Cowboys Mm -hmm. uh, prior to this had the best stadium. Maybe they still do, but this stadium looks fucking awesome. You just, you wouldn't really know it because there were no fans in attendance, (laughs) Um, but Hey, the Rams got the win 20 to 17, this was a very promising win for the Rams because, you know, the Cowboys are, are no slouches either. They have a lot of expectations going into this season. And I don't know if you listened to the commentary, but uh, I was kindly reminded of that former Niner Alden Smith is now on the Cowboys. They oh, really? Like yeah. a million fucking times. But, you know, another thing to note is they didn't really – they talked about the good story, but they didn't really tell yeah. fans wh- why – He's why been, was he out for five years? Why has he been out? What What did he do? What did he? Any, anywho, um, it was a game in, in which it went down to the wire. It was seventeen to twenty. There was a pass to to Michael Gallup uh, that would have put them in the field goal range, and they called it a pi, and it was a bullshit pi call, in my opinion, um, off opi. So that's pretty much the game. The Rams win that way, which is fine. Don't don't, don't get me wrong. Um, the Cowboys, there were some questionable things on their end. They have a new head coach in Mike McCarthy, and it was an interesting sequence the last time around to get to seventeen points. In which, uh, actually, no, not even to get to seventeen points. It was twenty seventeen. They had the ball, they were in the red zone, and then on third and six, they did a draw. So they're they don't get it. It's fourth and one. They decide to go for it, and a really decisive. Tackled by the rookie, Fuller. Um, I think his name's Kyle Fuller. But six-round pick. Uh, awesome tackle. Fourth and one. They don't convert, so they hold on 17-20. to 20, And that's all she wrote. Um, any, any thoughts to this game, guys, for Sunday Night Football?
2: I did not watch this game, but Jalen Ramsey, I, I heard he, he was covering pretty well. Uh, Jared Goff had a kind of, eh, mediocre um outing am i right on that
0: yeah i think um uh, it was a decent outing it was good to see that at least the chemistry between him and his receivers they looked pretty good robert woods had a early on a field day he had like four cat four catches for 70 yards the first half saw a lot of cooper cup a little bit of tyler higby I, I think the most interesting thing just to see for for this is like you know the run game came back to like decent level, okay? Um, whether it was Malcolm Brown or their... Uh, not not the receiving back. You saw a little bit of, uh, of Daryl Henderson, but more so of Cam Akers. Uh, I think Brown had 15 carries. I think Akers had 14. So they ran the rock quite a bit, and it, 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 was, it worked, you know? Kept Jared Goff at bay. He didn't make any stupid mistakes. He didn't get hit that much. Uh, it was a very solid game planned by the Rams, and... You know, Malcolm Brown had all the third down and red line opportunities. Akers had – he was there, but uh, Brown had the two touchdowns. I'll be intrigued to see how this running back by committee thing works, but so far, so good for them, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like, you know, McVay, he did the game plan just enough to finesse the the Cowboys. It wasn't just the high-powered L.A. Rams that we're used to seeing. It was just enough, like, hey, guys – We didn't have a preseason game. I know we're not meshing how we're supposed to mesh. So let's finesse this game and let's run it a ton and let Dallas stub themselves in the foot. Yeah, that's
1: a good point. Yeah, I feel like, at least for me, I feel like at this point, you know, Dak wants to be viewed as the top five quarterback or whatever. And honestly, I don't know. Maybe it's just just looking from that, just from being – completely neutral for the, on this on Dallas and his team. I just don't really see it him being wanting to be paid whatever the forty million dollar quarterback he he claims to be. So you know is that is that the system itself? Um who knows? You know, I think I, I was trying to trying to figure out what their what their office is, uh, their offense is really predicated on. I mean obviously giving the Zeke the ball a lot. Um do you guys see his new his new stomach tattoo?
0: I did. <laughs> oh dude. Good <laughs>
2: interesting (laughs) interesting uh word of choice yeah i would would put a bowl of cereal if i was him or like uh the campbell's chunky
1: soup you know
0: (laughs)
2: yeah (laughs) he just like this
0: i know hey man he ate he had two touchdowns he had the only two you know he had the only touchdowns of the game it's true, uh, yeah.
1: And I know the like Dallas, they're really high on their rookie, CeeDee Lamb. They were surprised it fell to him because they talked about Niners could've grabbed him and other teams as well. Um, Michael Gallup had a good game as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. In, in this this Rams kind of offense, the running back by committee thing, I was gonna I was trying to figure out who was actually like they're every down back. who's like, their kind of go-to guy. I'm, like, couldn't really pinpoint one guy because, like...
0: Malcolm Brown had 18 carries. Exactly. Bakers had yeah. 14. So, yeah, no, 32, 32 carries between their running backs. Not bad. Uh, McVay calmed down the offense. Uh, Jared Goff, he had 275 yards, one interception. But... Mm-hmm. And yeah. didn't,
1: uh, well, didn't Cooper Cup get his extension like that same day
0: or the day before or something? Day before, yeah. Happy for the kid. I mean, yeah. out of Eastern Washington, he was also teammates with Kendrick Bourne in college. Uh, uh, he, got a, he got a three-year $48 million deal. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: But uh, I don't know. But I mean, like two yeah. teams that are – so Cowboys and Rams, they're supposed to be like two of the favorite teams, right? They're pretty high up there in the NFC to, to make a splash. And I can't say by this game – that they made a convincing argument that they're going to be up there. I mean, if anything, Seattle made a more convincing argument that they're going to be a serious contender for this division. For sure. Rams. I'm not too sure yet. I know everyone's kind of high on them because, you know, the new stadium, um, they got rid of, uh, Wade Phillips, um, Jared Goff on his third year. Uh, you Mm -hmm. know, I don't know, just, just, just not really, uh, convincing, but. I mean, they still got the win. They're still one and zero, and they're moving on next week. To um, where are they playing next week?
0: They are playing. Let me let me double check that. Dang it! Uh, let me see. The Rams are playing. Ooh. Okay. They're playing the Eagles at Philly, so that should be interesting. Interesting. Okay.
1: No, uh, I know Eagles fans are pissed after <laughs> that loss.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean obviously that you won't have the the home crowd per se, but at yeah. Philly, they just lost to the Redskins. You're gonna get. You, supposedly, so you're the, gonna get Washington, a the Washington football team, Justin. Yeah, oh. Justin. Oh, shit. Me. Uh, w, WFT. Watch your language. Dub FT. Dub FT. My, my, my apologies. Um, I will say th- this about this Rams defense, though. Uh, brand new coordinator, like, like you said, no more Wade Phillips. Uh, you, you have R- Brandon Allen and whatnot. But um, did you see these fucking – did you see that one play where there were, like, four defenders converging on e- Ezekiel Elliott, and he somehow broke them all for the touchdown? All right. Anyways,
1: I just I did, I just saw the play of Aaron Donald, literally like almost picking up Ezekiel Elliott to get to the to get to the quarterback.
0: That was pretty good too, man. <laughs> um, but this play in particular, it was like some T.J. McDonald shit. Like it was some horrible ta- arm tackling, uh, and Zeke just split yeah. through four defenders and went into the end zone. Um, you know, Micah Kaiser, he's cool. I know that they're kind of going on the fly with, you know, no no Corey Littleton. Uh, but the front seven for some of their tackling looks kind of suspect. That's all I'm gonna say.
2: Yeah. Mm. yeah. And you know, Talib, he's not there no more. No
0: nope. so you got Troy Hill, then you got Demiris Randall. Uh, we'll see, you know. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I guess uh, Ramsey's definitely gonna need help, you know, as the schedule goes on. But Rams do have an easier schedule. They
0: do. They do. So let's go ahead and look forward. So like I said before, you have the Rams going at Philadelphia. You have the Niners. They're going to go to New York. They're going to play the Jets, which should be a nice way to get their offense on track, theoretically. And then let me see. What about those Seahawks? Campbell, do you know who they're playing next? Oh, they're playing the Pats.
2: Ooh, Sunday Night Football. They're playing the Patriots. Your boy, Cam. Your boy, Cam. <laughs> who do you root for, Justin? It's <laughs> <laughs> hard for you. That's a good one.
0: Uh, yeah. Cam Is Newton? it your your Seattle Seahawks or your Cam Newton? I don't know, man. We'll we'll see come kick-up time. That should be a really good matchup. Yeah. And then who are the Cardinals playing? The Cardinals, ooh, interestingly enough, uh, they are playing the Washington football team. So the All Cardinals right. might go 2-0. Potentially. Wow, look at that, right? Mm-hmm. Good.
2: I think it benefits going four and twelve the previous season. The next season, you're gonna have a pretty you know finger licking schedule. <laughs> and I think if the Cardinals could hang on to their home games and they squeak out games against like the forty ers away, mm-hmm. um Washington away, are they playing away on that one this This one's a home game. It's a home game, but you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah, They yeah. can easily be over 500.
0: For sure. Well, I mean, the Niners did it the this, this season before. They had like four wins as well. So it can be done. Um, what, at least for them, people are aware. They're aware of Kyler Murray. So we'll see how that unfolds. The Seahawks made a statement. And, you know, for the Niners, they're reeling right now. But, you know, I expect them to get better, get their shit together. Big, they, they better get their shit together. But this is a really tough division, guys. yeah Yeah. toughest division in football arguably i'd say either the nfc west or you can make a case for the afc north you have the vikings the bears the lions the packers uh they're right up there Eh, um yeah i don't know i don't know just things to consider you know Mm -hmm. uh guys any other final thoughts as we go to conclude this week one of the nfc west no
1: it's fine it's good again next week
0: Let's do it again next week So we'll go ahead and do a pod With thoughts going into week two Niners are going to play The Jets Cardinals are going to play the football team (laughs) So weird Watch your language, Justin (laughs) (laughs) They're going to play the football team Uh, (laughs) uh, The Rams Uh, I'm losing my composure Uh, And then you got the Rams They're going to play Uh, they're going to play the Eagles and then you have the Seahawks. They're going to play the Patriots. So more fun in the NFC West. And I hope no games get uh, canceled. I think we're doing so so far so good in the NFL. Yeah. 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 All right, guys. Well, hey, uh, to our loyal listeners, thank you so much for checking out the pod, whether it's on iTunes or Spotify. Follow us on Twitter at JustTheWest. Instagram at just the West. And of course the blog, www.justthewest.com until next time we out here. Peace. Peace.